Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Jesus said this, he looked toward heaven and prayed, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son may glorify you. For you granted him authority over all people, that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him. Now this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. John chapter 17, verses 1 through 5. A pretty common phrase among Christians is, I don't know how to pray or what to pray or what to say to God. It's not unusual, but that doesn't mean that we should stay in that place. Perhaps the best way to learn how to pray, of course, would be to look to how Jesus prayed. Why? Well, because Jesus is God the Son, God in the flesh, God face to face, one with the Father in heaven. Jesus, being God himself, probably has a pretty good idea of the types of prayers that God himself likes to hear. As Jesus wraps up his Last Supper discourse, he finishes by praying for many things, which we'll look at over the next few days. And by looking at how he prays, we can learn some things about how we should pray. So first things first, Jesus prays, Father, the hour has come, finally, after a whole gospel of Jesus making clear that his time had not yet come, finally, finally, the entire purpose of Jesus' mission is about to be realized. God's timing is always perfect. Jesus has not come to his mission too early, like some of his family wanted him to do. He has not been too late, as some of his disciples wanted to keep him, might have wished. Jesus is walking in God's timing, and God's timing is perfect. The hour has finally come. Then Jesus surprisingly talks in a way that he really hasn't before. Father, glorify your son. Glorify me. Jesus has given his whole life to glorifying the Father, but now, in the cross and the resurrection, Jesus is about to receive his reward for his obedience. Jesus will be glorified, and so he prays for this to happen. But for it to happen, to glorify the Father, too. Even the cross and the resurrection would be the showcase of the Father's awesome power in raising Jesus from the dead. So both will be glorified, and Jesus prays into this. We see yet again in these verses how the Trinity is connected. The Father is on high while Jesus is on the earth, but the Father has delegated authority over believers to Jesus in order to save people. Salvation, eternal life, comes through knowing the Father and the Son, and Jesus has spent his earthly life giving the Father the glory by being obedient and doing everything that the Father wanted. But now Jesus is about to reunite with the Father's glory, which they both shared together since before creation. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus was with God the Father in the beginning. So in prayer, Jesus prays for himself. So we obviously should pray for ourselves. Jesus prays that he will be used to bring God glory, and we can pray that that we would bring God glory. Jesus asked to be brought home to glory with God. We also can pray that for ourselves. 
So today, why not take some time to just do that? Pray for yourself. Pray for God to be glorified in your life and pray that your eternity will be secure in Him and thank Him for the eternity that He has offered you. Thank you.